0: Today, a new champion enters the Gladiator Arena. We see that he is number 666. That's interesting, isn't it? Also, another thing we want to say. Jason, what is the inspiration and the design process behind Bettleby Ridge? These and many more things will be answered today. July 25th. 2018, I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed. All good things come to those who wait. Good show, good to hear from you again, uh, Jason. We'll just get about ready to get into your status report, so now I gotta see what you had to say there. Jason, hello, it's Colin, by Pit. Um, you're doing teasers, man. Don't do teasers. They they kill me. Uh, somebody else is doing teasers now. You're doing teasers, and I gotta wait till Thursday. What's what's going on with that? Ah, uh, man, you're killing me. Anyway, take it easy, bro. Catch you later. So there were a couple call-ins for you. First, uh, we had uh, <laughs> Larry Hot letting me know. Uh, That good things come to those who wait, and you guys had to wait quite a while in order to learn (laughs) how I'm bad I messed up that old saying. So, Larry, thanks for calling in and letting us know. I hope you enjoyed the rest of the episode. (laughs) I always wonder about that, because I know when I'm listening to other podcasts or other AnchorCasts or whatever, you're sitting there and you can hear the person struggling with something they're trying to remember. And you're like yelling it as you're listening. And it it can be kind of frustrating. But I appreciate you guys letting me know. I told my wife that I got that message. and She goes, oh, I was thinking the same thing. Good things come to those who wait, Jason. You know this. Anyway, Larry, thanks for calling in and letting me know. Good old Colin at Spike Pit calling in there and complaining about teasers. Well, there was a, just a little orchestral um, yeah, twist for you to uh, top it off. Well, today's Wednesday, man, so you only got one day left. You still got some hobs from me today, and that's going to have to do it. Uh, as always, I appreciate the call-ins, Colin. And almost this entire episode is going to be inspired by Colin's... Message from OSR Anchorites on Google Plus. Like I said, what was the inspiration of Bettleby Ridge? All right, so I think intermittently on Random Screed, I've talked about my home game that I play with the GRGA, the Green River Gamers Association, that we created back in 1988. Uh, we weren't really. I was 18 years old, 17 years old, or in that era, and we weren't really going to cons. Although we did go to QuadCon, but uh, we were really thought that we were cool gamers. And the RPGA, the Role Playing Game Association, was controlled by uh, TSR back in the day. And we wanted to have our own thing, and so we named our club that. And we each threw in a quarter every time we had a game, and we used that money to buy, you know, like maps and books and all sorts of things but anyway the grga still exists today and it's me and my brother and uh three of my cousins and john bird and who all live you know within well within about an hour and a half of me so we try and find somewhere relatively centralized and make that happen but uh, this is neither here nor there i guess but just a little background when uh we decided to start up another game uh I wanted to explore a new area of my Emergent Empires campaign, which started 10 years ago playing online. Um, And actually the first adventure that I wrote for Hobbs and Friends of the the OSR, zine number one called The Excavation of the Tomb of Valoranane," was one of the adventures that came out of that campaign from about 10 years ago or so. Um, so we were using Adventure Conqueror King system uh, which I don't promote in any way so don't go by it and we still and we still were for Northern Marches but not anymore we have to actually change what it is but that's here nor there uh, Battleby Ridge was and the excavation of the tomb of Lorna Nain were both written in ways that you could use pretty much any system they're an OSR game and they're pretty much system neutral uh, further Northern Marches is a campaign which is where Battleby Ridge is. It's a frontier for that particular system. It works best if you're on a frontier for the adventurer part and then you have a a nice little location to become a conqueror. But anyway that was actually heavily inspired by the Emergent Empire setting and the idea uh, behind Sky... Jesus here we go again. I can't even think of what it's called now. The Elder Scrolls game. Sky... (laughs) <laughs> Skyrim, haha, gotcha. Anyway, by Skyrim, where you know you have the Nords who are controlled by the Imperials, and because the Tevinter, uh kingdom or whatever is nearby, and Skyrim, the Nords' homeland was conquered by the Imperials, and they are kind of they leave the uh, Jarls. In charge, but they really in charge above that. And if anything goes crazy, if there's some sort of rebellion from the uh, emperor's rule, then there's going to be hell to pay. So a lot of the people in Skyrim uh, feel like it's a bad move for there to be a rebellion, and some people are behind it. And I like that dichotomy. In my games, I like to have some existing conflict because to me. That breeds drama. So I'm not sure that's what uh, Colin was asking about, but he did say something about the Roman influences on Bettelby Ridge. So Hobbs and Friends of the OSR, Z number two is almost in its entirety about this small town on the frontier called Bettelby Ridge. And in Betelby Ridge... You have this dichotomy of uh, Ro- Kaldoran who are heavily influenced by Roman emper- em- Ro- Roman era soldiers, um, and there's a you know a battalion of them in in Bettleby Ridge, and uh, but then there's also this underlying feel of aggression and rebellion, and there's there's a lot of things happening in Battlebee Ridge, so. The way Bettleby Ridge was written, I kind of already told you what my inspiration for the campaign was. But in Bettleby Ridge, this is where I kind of wanted some of this stuff to come to an head and have a lot of things, moving parts going on that the adventurers could interact with. And this all comes from my home game. Now, I was stalled out and very busy with other things, so I didn't write the first draft of Betelby Ridge. My brother did. And he wrote it all based on how things happened in, our, in the actual campaign, which is pretty interesting. So he did a lot of research and he found out, you know, different names for members of different hierarchy of the Legion and the people who ran, uh, you know, the, the civilian edge of things or administration and those things. But um, he wrote the first draft, and there were some words that I didn't really like because they were too hard to pronounce, and so we just kind of changed them around a little bit. And uh, I did the first proof and editing of it, and I changed some things, some things extensively and some things not at all. Uh, He talked about different types of buildings and how those were done, and I just thought I found it pretty interesting uh, I would say that the movie Braveheart, even though it wasn't Roman legions, it was still England versus, you know, the Scots. And the feel of the, of the Rornic people was more heavily influenced by Gaelics than it was um, by, you know, English or whatever. Where I think mostly you would think the Roman Empire would be more influenced in our own history. So all the types of stuff of the Black Houses and, and the Rornic people themselves who are, uh, would be the equivalent of the Nords, of the North people, the Nords, uh, it's all kind of twisted around there because to the north of Bettleby Ridge you have uh, more of a frontier in where the Nordborn live, who are kind of an to the Vikings, you know, the Swedes and the Danes, which are kind of what the Nords are in Skyrim. So you kind of have all this twisted-up mess compared to... Uh, the actual skyrim and the way that history took place so i mean that there's all sorts of stuff in there and zine three and four are actually going to be a full-blown adventure that takes place in the environs of bettleby ridge called the weeping man and um that was a fun adventure that the group went through uh my brother has already written the text for that and a large portion of the text for the actual environs of bettleby ridge which includes uh mizzlemore which is a very interesting and dangerous place and uh writing is still going on uh some of the stuff i didn't necessarily agree with the way it was written so there's i have extensive rewriting to do and it's kind of stalled me out honestly but um I hope that helps with the inspiration of Bettleby Ridge, and I hope you guys enjoyed me talking about the design process and how that uh, zine and uh, came out. And if you want to buy the zine, you can contact me uh, at Hobbs Indeed at OSR and Hobbs, or you can also go to one any of the one bookshelf things and search for Rock River Games or Hobbs and Friends, and the two zines will show up. And you can buy PDFs of those. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this little jaunt through uh, Mr. Abs's Gamerhood. And I hope I answered all. Oh, wait, I think I missed one of the questions. I think. Yeah, here, let me see. So, Taco something something, uh, G+. plus person joined the Hobbs and Friends of the OSRG plus community and mentioned that he was member 666 and if that meant anything uh, which then created a bunch of jokes about summoning type 1 demons and uh, that sort of thing. Actually I was a little more excited about member 665 because back in the day when I was a paintballer which I say semi-pro professional paintballer Uh, I didn't necessarily get paid to do it, but I had extensive sponsors, and they flew me all over the country. And we used to melt people's faces with paintballs and yell at them to check your grill, check your teeth, stuff like that. But anyway, back in paintball, the name of my paintball team was 665 Almost Evil. So I was happy with uh, member 665 joining the Hobbs and Friends of the OSR, plus community but hell i'm happy with number 666 too so taco here's a shout out to you brother thanks man there now that's it good day